Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. I hear lots of birds. Have you been feeding the birds again? No, I don't feed birds. Why not? Because they're in nature. What does that mean? They can find their own food. Yeah, but you're in nature. Mum feeds you. Paul. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you just need to let nature take its course. All right, Darwin, calm down. There There are worms in the trees. There are worm. No, there aren't. Or whatever, something up there. I've seen birds having a good time in trees. I don't know what they're doing up there, but it, it sounds <laughs> sounds fantastic. Whatever it is. No, but there's a bird that there's a a bird that I can see from our balcony. Yes. And it regularly goes into the tree next to the balcony and just fossicks and furages for worms or fossicks insects. and furages sounds like a British department store. Uh, so. You know what I realised? You just make stuff up. Paul. <laughs> Dad's just... I think dads do this. They've created Paul. a life and so they just make shit up. No, that's not right. I'm, I... Hello and welcome to Loose Units, Loose Ends, the weekly spin-off podcast, which is apparently hurtling into nonsense. I'm Paul Verhoeven. That's John Verhoeven. You told a picture-hanging story last week on the show and we got such a deluge of requests for more. I believe we're going to dip our toe back into your stories from picture hanging later in the show. Mm, yes, yes. I, I love um, I love recounting the picture hanging stories, and and the feedback from the picture hanging story last week was quite. It was full on. Yeah, in yeah. Fact, in fact, some people found it more stressful than some of the worst police stories. Yeah, which I find interesting. I mean, I guess in the police, you have a certain degree of. You have a structure around you to protect you, you know. Hmm. Uh, to you, ha- you, you are you are in a position of power as a picture hanger. Going into a rich person's house and making a mistake like that, you are significantly disadvantaged, which mean which means the stakes are much higher, you know. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, but first, I'd like to read a message from a listener, if I may. Fantastic. This is from Aaron. Hi, guys. I'm a paramedic working in the UK. I love the podcast and enjoy the taste of home I get listening to you guys. I'm currently on a night shift trying to catch up and I'm currently listening to Loose Ends 23. Now, this was sent about a month ago and I've been hanging on to it because it's a good message. So I assume she's a fair bit more into the series by now. I'm currently listening to Loose Ends 23 and the hypothetical reminded me of a common presentation we see here in the East Midlands. I will say that CPR will definitely cause significant trauma to the chest. And if it doesn't, you aren't doing CPR right. When I turn up to a cardiac arrest with CPR in progress and I crack the ribs myself, I know that CPR that's been done before my arrival probably hasn't been effective. Ugh. I was thinking about what John was saying about being stabbed in the back. I don't remember that, Dad. Do you remember that? Um, I'm getting stabbed in the back metaphorically all the time. Right. Are you? Kind of. What? I was thinking about what John was saying about being stabbed in the back and this is something we have to routinely check for 
in the city I work in. When we go to stabbings, we have to completely derobe our patients and check everywhere for stab wounds to the extent that we have to check someone's actual rectum. Okay. This is common among drug dealers, and it's an injury that has been missed in people before. We have a volunteer doctor who often responds to emergencies and loves a stabbing. You can frequently find him in the back of the ambulance looking between someone's butt cheeks. Keep up the good work, and thanks for sharing your stories. It's definitely brought some humor and joy to my time through lockdown. Cheers, Aaron. Well, uh... I mean, that's, I that, that makes good sense. Well, yeah, it does, but because I mean... Because what a great way to... I mean, think about it. Stab someone up into the anus... Yeah, the, uh, I mean, if you go right up, if you make say, it in, in what, yeah, but you have to make it in first go. Well, right? they might not. That not might not be the intention of the stabber. It could uh, be just a lucky shot. If the knife was lubed, and they went right up inside, imagine they could just viscerate the intestines or intestines, yeah. and they could do incredible damage. Aside no from shoving something dirty up your bot bot. Maybe this was the Pavlova egg thing. Ah, yes, yes. Remember, it was foreign objects stuck up mm. bottoms, and what Aaron's saying is knives get stuck up bottoms, and it's a good way to hide, like you said, an injury. So they've got some poor volunteer doctor who has to pull the dax off a drug dealer, whack open his bot-bot, and make sure that nothing's been done that's untoward. Mm. Right. I wonder whether he just uses a finger, like he's he'd probably use the pointer. Yeah, but if that's a, if that's a potential entry wound... Then evidence-wise, you can't just stick your finger into the entry wound, can you? Imagine if the guy just or lady just had a bad case of hemorrhoids, and uh, they just looked like a bunch of dingleberries. <laughs> Am I losing it, Paul? A little bit. Sorry, mate. I'm just, no, that's oh, tot- That's totally fine. I mean, what Sydney's cu- rat shit at the moment. Well, mildly. Fuck. I'm curious. I'm curious about what you thought about her assertion that with C- have you ever performed CPR on someone? Paul, are you joking? No. I have a, I have a, I have a bloody plaque hanging up in our lounge room here. Ah, uh, yes, of course, that was CPR. Now, my question is: by this, did you break her ribs? I don't think so, but it was okay. quite an elderly person, so I didn't sort of go go super hard. But it worked. This person was dead. Yeah, and they came back to life. But long story short, did you actually? Break her ribs? No, no, you no, not knowingly. Did. I mean, I don't think I did. I, I imagine if you're doing CPR and you crack someone's ribs, I imagine you'd be aware. Mm-hmm. I think what we should do now that we've kind of addressed Aaron's email is to get to your picture hanging story. If you're up for it, I mean, I don't see how you're going to top last week's story. Honestly, I mean, basically, almost. Dis- did you destroy the Steinway or just damage it? Do you think? Um, look, they do have a very, very high sheen. Uh-huh. Um, but it was open, wasn't it? True. I'm just trying to think whether... Yeah. I mean, some people sent some amazing uh, sort of images of dams unleashing, you know, cavernous quantities of water and to sort of create the like an analogy as to what it was like during that terrible experience. Mm-hmm. Some, of the, some of them were a bit over the top, but, but you know, I... I had a bit of a laugh. But um, this next story is surreal and bizarre. And uh, I guess I'll just start at the beginning. Yeah, go for it. This particular person is a psychologist. Mm -hmm. And have you ever met someone or talked to someone on the phone? You get a bit of a vibe. Does that ever happen to you? Where you get a bit of a vibe and you're thinking, do I really, really want to get involved in this particular... There's something not right with the person. What do you Something's mean? The, like the way they talk to you. 
They might talk down to you. They might kind of be very aggressive. In your first meeting with someone, it might be a telephone meeting, they kind of, you just get this slight sense that something is not quite right. I don't know whether I'm actually going to like the person. Do I really feel that this is all going to end in misery? Have you ever had those situations? No, uh, not that I can recall right now, but please continue. <clears throat> well, I this lady calls me. She's a quite a well-known psychologist in Sydney, and Christine was in the room, and the phone was on speakerphone. And Christine is in the background just unbeknownst to me. She's just listening to the conversation. And after this conversation, this lady wanted some artwork hung at her professional offices in the city <clears throat> on the weekend. Christine, who is a woman with great wisdom, a woman of few words, she says to me, John, I have a bad feeling about this particular woman. I don't think you should do the job. Now, I should have listened to Christine on that fateful day because I said to Christine, um, no, no, I think it's okay, I'll push through. So we had a few more conversations with this particular woman and I would describe her as relatively unpleasant. But I thought, you know what, it's a weekend, I'm going to do the job and just sort of just move on. It's possible that Christine's not right, maybe she is okay. But then I started to think, mm, something's not quite right. Then, on a Sunday morning in Sydney... Bearing in mind, listeners, it's a Sunday morning. I'm not charging her any extra. Uh, she wanted to meet me in sort of a back alley off, uh, off George Street in the city. And you had to go into this really weird place called Angel Arcade. It's a really weird, very obscure, tiny little laneway. Quite famous, but really small. There's no parking. Mm -hmm. I was pushing it fairly finely Christine's in the front of the ute with me I'm looking for a parking spot I'm aware that this lady is waiting for me at 9am she's very very punctual it was about a, a minute to 9 and sure enough the phone rings I'm in the ute I put it on speakerphone and this woman is literally she's literally screaming at me saying where are you and it was really really stressful and I looked at Christine Christine rolled her eyes back as though to say to me, John, you shouldn't be doing this job. It's all going to end in misery. She basically repeated what she was saying from before. And I in, in, internally, as I'm sitting there in my ute, I'm thinking, Christine was right. I'm dealing clearly with an insane person. And she's a mean, nasty person. And I just thought, what the fuck am I doing here on a Sunday? Sunday, for God's sake, not charging you any extra money. So I took a deep breath found a parking spot, got all my gear, uh, two, two big drills, toolbox, dragging it through this back alley. It was pretty dark because there's absolutely no sunlight that gets down into this alley until midday. Okay, so I'm looking for the back of a particular address and it's, it's hard enough finding... This is a street in Sydney you cannot park on, hence having to go to the back of the building. Now, on my way to find this particular woman, I came across something that I shall describe as one of those weird things that kind of was very surreal, very weird, 
and I had to walk through this particular situation that I'm going to describe to you. And that was just one of those kind of almost serendipitous things where I thought as I was walking, how weird is this? And what it was, it was a photo shoot. But the models who were um, African, possibly African-American, very beautiful, tall models were naked in this back alleyway. And it was a full-on professional photo shoot. I don't know what it was for, but it was all lit and there were cameras and there were people and it was just... And they all looked up at me because they realised that they were in a location in Sydney at a time where there probably would not be any other people. And then I've just sort of appeared out of nowhere carrying all these tools. And I kind of glanced over at this scene and just thought, wow, this is interesting, a little bit weird, and kept going. So that was kind of a little little sort of funny thing that happened on the way to the main event. Now, when I get to this sort of intersection at the back, it's fairly dark, I look down and I can see this lady standing there and she is pissed off. But there's another guy with her. He's just there. I start to make my way toward the woman she's clearly pissed off and no one said anything this guy this weird guy is with her he's not saying anything he's just staring at me he was a very unusual looking guy i got a very weird vibe from him we go into the back of the building still nothing's being said it's clearly uncomfortable i'm about to do a very big hanging job in her new offices and the tension. Now, I don't like tension. So I thought, I'm just going to say something and kind of break the ice. And she presses the, uh, you know, the little knob to, to open up the, the lift. And the three of us get into the lift. Now, the lift is um, surrounded by, it had mirrors on three sides. And I sort of looked over <laughs> at this guy, or I think I looked at the reflection of him. And I could see him sort of staring at me, which was really unnerving. She has still said nothing. And the atmosphere was so tense, so thick. I felt so, I almost felt ill. And I was kind of, I just thought, what the fuck am I doing here? And I said something fairly inane to sort of break the ice. And she looked at me. And at that same point in time, the the doors opened into this dark kind of office corridor, clearly on the floor. I've got no idea where I am. I'm in this, the back of this weird building in a street laneway that I've never been in before. I'm in an elevator with two clearly... Oh, I can't even describe my... The, the guy was just a fucking... He was creepy. He was probably her minder in case... Look, I don't know. Anyway, so as she gets out of the lift and then he gets out, she turns around to me. I'm, I'm just about to grab my tools and walk and follow them out. She turns around to me and she says... Now, this is a quote. She says to me, I hope you're going to leave your attitude in the elevator. And... I just stood there and I thought, I, 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 I can't do this. So I reached down and pressed 
the button on the inside of the elevator and they're both standing on the outside of the elevator looking in at me and I just watched as the doors closed and then I realised that I was completely fucked because I didn't know um, I'm, I'm, I'm basically I'm in a building that has got literally no pa- power or lighting I mean it's got power but it's, it's a Sunday hang on so is this like a brain have you had a brain snap and basically done the equivalent of storming out is that yes. what you've done yeah but, right. I, but so, I did it in the most beautiful way and I'm watching you thought it was, yeah you thought it was cinematic as hell cinematic so thought, poetic yep. and I'm yep. watching the door closed and then I had this flash of terror because I hadn't been paying attention to the floors because there was a basement and a sub-basement and look, it was just, and it was dark and I'm really stressed. I derived some pleasure from watching the two of their faces vanish behind the door that's closing. But then I had this minor panic attack and I remember shouting out very quickly, what floor do I get out on? In other words, how do I get out of the building? And instantly, you know un- like, so hang on. So instantly, right. Let's just get the timeline right. So you have a series of things happen with these people and the vibes are bad and it's unpleasant. They, they get out of the elevator, right? Hmm. You decide to kind of basically do a kind of cool guy movie exit. Or, you know, it's a bit, I mean, it's a bit unprofessional, but whatever. So hmm. at, you press the button, the doors close. You realize that you are in a building under construction. You don't really have, is it under construction or is it just- No, nah, it's just, just shut down. It's completely right. shut down. So you, you're like, okay, there's no way you can actually get- no. Out. I don't even know how. I don't even know if I can get out of the building. Right. So and then, the, you know, and there's this there's this terrible tension. Anyway, I shouted out to her, you know, and you know what she said. I can hear this muffled voice from the other side of the uh, the doors. She, she, I can hear her clearly say to me, "Fuck off." She tells me to fuck off. This is a very very prominent psychologist who's quite frankly, everyone, Captain Ratso. She was. Fucking insane. Trust me. I should have... This is one of these... That that was my point about the beginning of this story, Paul, was that mm. sometimes in life you have to go with your gut. Trust me. I have had some shit experiences. And look, it's like sometimes you will say something to someone. You might say it to your partner. You might say it to a good friend. Before you say it, you're processing what may or may not happen. You generally come to the conclusion that it's all going to end in shit and for God's sake, don't say anything. It's not worth it. But you say it and it turns to shit, but you can't wind back the hours of time. You've done it. So there are often situations in life where, and I think it's a very, very good lesson in go with your gut. And this woman, her last words, and I could hear the fading away as I'm going down and what happened was I went down to the very basement and I got out of the lift the, the lift closes I'm looking around I can see through these glass doors I can see um, George Street I can see people's feet walking past but I'm, I'm in this weird place where I don't know I know where I am I'm in Sydney I'm in George Street I don't know what floor I'm supposed to be on to actually get out. You know, when you use a lift, sometimes you think you're going to go to the floor that gets you out and you end up 
on another level of a residential building or in a car park or a basement or a sub-basement and it can get very, very confusing because I didn't pay attention when I went into the building what floor we were on because we were kind of in a back alleyway, like, a su- like another entrance to the building and it was on a different level. So then I'm standing there in this semi-darkness feeling stressed and agitated knowing that there are two psychos in the building plus myself and then I'm thinking, how can I get out of the building without using the elevator? Because I'm thinking, if I open up the elevator, the elevator's been closed for a little while because I'm sort of sussing out the surroundings. And then my greatest fear is that I open up, I press the elevator, and then it opens, and there they are. So that was kind of going through my mind as well. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And you're holding your tools at this point and you are... Oh, look, I'm, yeah, I'm just... No, I've got all my tools. I'm just, I'm stressed, I'm sweating, I'm thinking this is... Everything about this was bad. And when you say well, her, when you say there were bad vibes and she was, I mean, I haven't heard any apart from being a bit brusque. I haven't really heard anything that indicates how bad. She, I'm not disagreeing with you, by the mm, way. But it's the it's the look. It's kind of hard to translate that because we kind of have to take your word for it that she was being unpleasant. But let's take it as a given that she's being unpleasant and that you are trapped in a building. You basically bolted. She's not going to help you out, and you're worried that if you're either going to get lost in the building or you're going to somehow end up back on the floor they were on, mm. right? So what happens next? Well, then I opened up, tentatively pressed the button, and, and the and the lift opened, and then I just kind of did a bit of sort of quick maths as to where I was and where I thought I should be, and then I and I wasn't even sure that the lift was 
working, whether you needed a pass key or sort of some little swipe stick, whatever. And I just pressed the next one above and sure enough, it opened up. My next concern, of course, was that they may be there, like waiting or... Because they, they, they couldn't do anything mm. because they'd met me to hang the collection. So then I just, I just, the thing I was really focused on was to get out of the building and just get the fuck out of there. So finally, and then the good news also was that, and again, I didn't know that the door that led to the back and out onto the back alleyway was one of those ones that was locked from the outside, but you could open from the inside. And then I just kind of made my way through past the photographic, the, you know, the model shoot and threw everything in the back of the ute, hopped in the ute, explained everything to Christine. Now, you know how we're talking about that certain look. Well, can you imagine, Paul, that Christine had based her opinion, which turned out to be 100% correct, on listening to this woman talk to me? It was about how she spoke, her attitude, the way she you know, spoke with condescension, spoke with an air of superiority, sort of kind of, you know... I mean, that's kind of... Christine just got that without even meeting the woman. And she was 100% correct. Mm. So, you know, you might be having a conversation one day with someone talking about a business deal. You might be on speakerphone. Tegan might be just listening in the background. And then Tegan says to you at the end of the conversation, she says, Paul, there was something... I just... Something didn't seem right. Yes. And that's that's an intuitive thing. Tegan refers, on, yeah, Tegan refers to it as juju. So she yeah. gets like bad juju about stuff, yeah. That's right. And, 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 and you know, sometimes you should go with your gut. Mm. And sometimes in life, you don't get a second chance. Like, I have almost drowned three times in my life. Now, I can look at the ocean, which I do pretty well every day, and some mornings I say to myself, John, you are tempting fate to go out in it something could happen and that's and i think it's really important to for, for us as humans to sometimes use that innate sort of very primeval instinctive thing that we don't fully understand there's so many things we don't we don't know we don't you know we don't understand and yeah and i've learned as i've got older to to think you know what um it's just it's. I think it's important to go go with your feeling, and yeah. um, you know, I kind of felt that I'd got involved in a situation that made me feel very uncomfortable. So you bounced. Yeah, and I and then I had a very very good Sunday once I'd moved on. But it's great talking about these things, and I'm sure everyone's got you know stories about weird things that have happened. And I think um, I think one of the things about this story that made it slightly weird was that photo shoot taking place it's sort of just it's it's kind of got nothing to do with the story but it's it's an aside that just it's just it's a garnish of extra weirdness right mm, mm. yeah it's fascinating isn't it yeah well thank you for the picture hanging story dad uh that's it's fascinating. I just find it interesting because I I think the instinct to just bolt from a shitty situation is very relatable, mm. and it's comforting to know that even an ex cop gets that urge and sometimes follows through with it. Well, look, I reckon that that's all the time we have for this week's episode of Loose Ends, unfortunately. But 
Uh, we are really excited about this live Melbourne show. We just please keep your eyes peeled on our Facebook page. Go to facebook.com forward slash loose units because obviously we are keeping an eye on uh, this developing COVID lockdown situation in New South Wales. Fingers crossed it all works out. We'll work something out, but either way, there's a few tickets left. So head across to uh, melbournepodcastfestival.com and grab your tickets to see us live on stage. Dad and I are very excited. And uh, have a great weekend, everyone. We'll see you next week for more Loose Units. Bye. Cheerio. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So, for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.